Welcome to the Hort Report podcast, brought to you by GAE Media. Today's podcast is brought to you by Biosafe Systems, and today I'm joined by Mike DeRubo and Eric Smith from Biosafe. Last month, guys, we discussed pest disease control and sanitation in preparation for fall production. Yes, and thanks, Chris, for having us again. Uh, it's always a pleasure to be on here. As we mentioned last month, it's pretty important, especially when beginning a new crop cycle, to start as clean as possible. So sanitizing your facilities, you know, your tools, your benches, uh, the floors, the walls, you know, the pots, trays, of course, uh, et cetera, et cetera, as well as, uh, you know, your incoming cuttings, whether they be from down the street, you know, a local grower or overseas. Um, an integral part of your production should be the sanitation practices prior to starting a new production season. Thank you for reminding our listeners about the importance of sanitation in their operations. You can never be too clean when it comes to greenhouse production. Um, and if anyone out there is, is looking to re-listen or catch up on past episodes, you can go visit all of those recordings on the Hort Report at greenhousemanagement.com or by searching the Hort Report on iTunes. Uh, this month, we're going to focus on biological pest control. Guys, what do you feel is so important about a biological approach when dealing with greenhouse and nursery pests? Well, Chris, when talking about biologicals, it's important to realize that they're a part of a larger strategy when it comes to integrated pest management. Biologicals cannot completely replace synthetics or conventionals um, because there really is no silver bullet, but they are playing a larger and larger role in production practices as the products themselves become more and more effective. Uh, With that said, uh, one of the most important and appealing aspects of a biological approach is the fact that it is a sustainable practice and it can oftentimes replace chemistries that we don't want to overuse. When implemented properly, these biologicals can be just as effective with ingredients that are milder on equipment, applicators, and the plants themselves. What are some of the options available to growers who are looking to begin utilizing biologicals in their IPM programs? One option uh, that we're seeing more and more of in facilities is predatory insects. Uh, whether it be mites, you know, uh, predatory wasps, nematodes, what have you, there's many different ones. Uh, these can be a nice targeted approach for specific pests. You know, they're very easy on the environment and aren't something that need to be applied nearly as often as your conventional sprays. Uh, they fit nicely into an integrated pest program. In addition to predatory insects, there has been an increase in the monomicrobial or mycoinsecticides released in the market as well. These are essentially predatory fungi that can be applied as a spray or a drench and have a broad spectrum label so they can control a wide variety of common pests on the nursery or in the greenhouse. Uh, species such as Bavaria bassiana, Bacillus thuringiensis, Metarhizum, they're all known fungi that have been packaged and produced for commercial use in the greenhouse and nursery application. And actually one example of this would be Biosafe Systems Biosirius WP. It's a strain of Bavaria bassiana that was brought to market uh, in late 2016, and it's really provided growers with an effective biological component to add to their IPM program. A third option as well, Chris, uh, that growers have is the use of botanical insecticides. These are usually products whose active ingredients have been extracted from other plant material, whether it be the roots, the leaves, um, the seeds, and so on and so forth. Uh, Typically, botanical insecticides have fast modes of action and can break down quickly in the environment so that they don't leave behind any harsh residues. Two sources of the extracts that we see uh, more widely used are the pyrethrum and neem extracts. I'm sure many of the listeners have heard of neem oil. Well, a much, uh, much, much stronger extract of the neem seed is azadiractin, which has been formulated a number of different ways in the market. 
Uh, BioSafe has actually introduced Azagard, which as a 3% azadracin formula is labeled for over 300 pests, and it's a great way to introduce biologicals into your program with a broad-spectrum application. You guys have both given us a number of biological products that can be added to a grower's existing programs. So what are some of the methods used to apply some of these new products? That's actually a great question, Chris. Most, if not all, of the biological products that we mentioned, they can be applied as you would apply your conventional chemistries. That's by way of pressurized tank sprays, soil or media drenches, overhead irrigation, and lately fogging has really become increasingly popular. Really? So fogging, is fogging a capable delivery method for biologicals as well? It is, and growers find it very appealing to fog these chemistries because it's an easy way to automate a portion of their production. Uh, It also eases the burden of chemical and labor costs. It's also an effective way to tank mix conventional chemistries with biological chemistries, which will help keep pests guessing rather than allowing them to build mutational resistance. That's some great information. Mike, you just brought up an interesting point. Tank mixing conventionals with your biologicals is something we've heard some concern about, though. Is there any information you can provide the listeners that could be helpful regarding the tank mixing of the two? First and foremost, like Mike just stated, the most productive thing about tank mixing your conventionals or synthetic chemistries with the biological is the fact that most biological insecticides do not have resistance issues, so they help improve the effectiveness of a grower's standard rotation. Uh, with this conventionals or synthetics. Uh, Many of the newer biologicals on the market today are readily compatible with common conventional insecticides, which is nice because growers already have those on hand. Uh, Something we're seeing a lot of as of late is applicators tank mixing multiple biologicals, which can actually be advantageous by controlling insects at multiple stages of the growth cycle. So this total life cycle control is a crucial uh, aspect when dealing with pests that reproduce rapidly. So something actually we promote at BioSafe is BioSeries WP and an Azagard tank mix, which helps control all juvenile and adult stages of pest life cycle. Well, guys, this is all really great information, and it sounds like between BioSeries WP and Azagard, BioSafe has been really busy. As we mentioned in the last episode, BioSafe Systems will be at Cultivate 17 at booth number 3653. That's booth 3653 at Cultivate 17, just in a couple weeks now in Columbus. Uh, Guys, will our listeners who are attending the show have the opportunity to see you guys both there? Yeah, thanks for bringing that up, Chris. Uh, Eric and I will both be attending the show, and we really encourage listeners to stop by the booth to ask us any questions that they might have and also see what's new at BioSafe. Well, thank you guys again, and listeners out there, thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Horror Report.